one day, I apparently, mum tells me this, I, I went up to mum and dad in at the dinner table and I just went, mum, there's a snake at the door. <laughs> he wants to talk to you. Selling his own oil, I guess. <laughs> Oh boy, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs that we grew up in, hometown heroes, local landmarks and coming of age tales. We've got a very special guest today, a very funny comedian, Chris Ryan. How are Ooh. you, Chris? Hello, gentlemen. Very nice to be here. <laughs> oh, thank you. How, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm well. I, I'm well, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Now, you're from... A very, yeah, uh, this is our second overseas one, I think. I think it's our third international. Okay. Third. Uh, Hyderabad <laughs> in India. I mean, it's funny to say that, isn't it? Because look at me. Uh, <laughs> I am not of Indian descent. Uh, I was not raised, you know, by an Indian family adopted or anything. I am an Australian person. Right. Um, yeah. However, from the age of three months old... Uh-huh. Uh, my family moved to India um, to a place called Hyderabad. Okay, so you, I thought you were born there. Uh, no, does that right. change everything? It does. Press record. <laughs> <laughs> Those three months are very formative in our <laughs> stories we yeah, have. We, we, need, we need the stories of the birth, usually. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, you were. So what brought, you to, what brought your family to uh, Hyderabad? Just work? Yeah, my dad is an agricultural economist oh, and cool. he got a job at a crops research institute. Wow. Yeah, and I. Okay. Um, I had no choice in the matter. <laughs> didn't let you stay home I was crying a lot, but they just assumed <laughs> that was... They didn't was do a full <laughs> consultation with a three-month-old you. They're like, what are your wants and needs? Let's do a family vote. Okay, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yep, Babies don't, don't speak English. <laughs> so they just do what they're told. Yeah, um, right. So, yeah, that's what took us there. And um, my mum was quite... Brave, you know, to take on yeah, India sure. in the seventies with a three-month-old baby and a seven-year-old son, wow. um, and they actually they were in. Um, oh well, they grew up in Bondi. Um, my right. mum and dad, and they met uh, when they were kids, and later met again in Leeton in regional New South Wales, and then got married out there, and then moved to India. Yeah, oh, wow. that's what normally a, that's the progression. Bondi, <laughs> Leeton, <laughs> India, you know, the three if stages. <laughs> Sort of an elite phase. And so, how long were you in Hyderabad for? Uh, Nine years. Oh, wow. And And so, your older brother would have been there till he's 17 or something? Yeah, he went to um, boarding school. Uh, two days drive away in in Tamil Nadu in South India, a place called Kodi Canal. It was an international boarding school for high school. Yeah. Um, and that was the closest sort of international school that um, was available. Jeez. And um, my dad thought education was pretty important. So he wanted my brother to have like, you know, a very good uh, high schooling in India so that it could translate to like, I don't know, come to Sydney and go to he yeah. went to Joey's, would you believe, for year 11 and 12. <laughs> oh, wow. Quite a contrast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that? What's Joey's? Oh, it's, it's a uh, Catholic uh, boarding school. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's quite prestigious, I believe, mm-hmm. in Hunter's Hill. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. full of, uh, I don't want to say it, rich Rugby cunts. playing? Chris went one track, January the other. We're all thinking it. <laughs> I'm doing a gig in Hunter's Hill soon, so <laughs> I have to be very careful. <laughs> Hunter's Hill. My friend used to own a Chinese restaurant in Hunter's Hill. It was great. And the, uh, do you know the, do you remember the show Pizza? Yeah. yeah. So the Bobo, the woman yeah. who played Bobo's mom, uh-huh. or was a regular at the place. And the, the, 
she made it known that she was Bobo's mum from Pete's apparently. <laughs> oh, like, real she's long. like, give it up for Bobo's mum. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real reach of a celebrity yeah. claim. But uh, yeah. um, wow. I don't, don't, I don't know if you know this, but the first thing that popped up when I was, I don't know why, it's maybe because we did Gundawindi and I was looking at Queensland or something, but the first thing that popped up for some reason when I Googled Hyderabad was that it was Brisbane's sister city. It oh, like is the, it? It was the first triumvirate sister really? city program as uh, Ipswich, Brisbane, and Hyderabad. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a real Bondi lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an odd, odd sort of really like Ipswich and Brizzy are probably the closer two. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Of yeah. the siblings, <laughs> of the yeah. sister siblings, they get along a bit closer than yeah. I do. Like, it's quite extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah well, so. my brother lives in Brisbane now, so I'll, I'll let him know. Where's <laughs> 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 the triangle? Well, I was going to ask that. So it, you left when you were nine. Have you gone back a yeah, few times so to Hyderabad? Yeah. I. I uh, so we moved to Canberra from Hyderabad mm. and then sort of a few years later when I was starting uni, I was 17, mm. my parents moved back there for another seven years. So I got oh, to go wow. back twice a year because I was their kid um, <laughs> during those years and so, and see it as, as an adult. Um, That's really cool. Which was great. Yeah. So I really feel like my parents, I guess, have spent 17 years all up in Hyderabad. Wow. Um, That's quite and is there like a expat community yeah. or areas? So it's sort of not, you know, they, you can obviously it's still, you know, a foreign city and everything like that. But there In is the 70s, English. it was different. You know, yeah, like, I mean, right. obviously today, if you went there, it would be a very modernized place. Yeah, it would course. be much like most cities around the world. Mm. Um, back in the 70s, it was, it was different. You know, it mm. wasn't as developed. Um, mm. There weren't, you know, the kind of industries or professions or, you know, th- that there would be there today. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, there was an expat community. I don't know what it's like living overseas these days. I mean, mm. I know people do it, and I know the expat communities are always a thing yeah you know, people, white people be hanging out with white <laughs> yeah. you know or, or just expats you know diplomats hang with diplomats yes. and um i don't know it was it was a thing and so i grew up with just really cool friends from all around the world oh, wow. who sure. i keep in touch with via facebook <laughs> and um yeah i i got to eat cool snacks at you know, after school instead of just Vegemite on toast. Like yeah, 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 I'm sure. Yeah. Which the palate was a bit <laughs> expanded compared yeah. to like ham and cheese. Was it part of the um, that whole 70s hippie trail that goes up from like Southeast Asia to or like the backpacker scene? Probably. I've I just don't been know. watching The Serpent on Netflix. That's all I can think about. <laughs> okay, yeah, like I mean, just I, I'm sure. Like I'm sure. She was seven, wasn't partying with the backpackers. Oh, uh, yeah, another hippie trying to escape the world. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like I was three. Yeah. <laughs> It's also right. just based on whatever you've watched that day. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I was watching the Michael Jordan documentary. I assume everyone plays basketball in India, yeah, it's maybe. It's probably big cricket, right? Who's the Jordan of India? Who's a Vivius well, Laxman? Yeah. So, wow. So that's uh, that's crazy. So when you came back mm. to Australia, I mean, you almost was the first time. You, you, three months, you've come back. Mm. You, you're really the first time. And was it was it a big shock, or were you like that yes. would have been crazy? Right? I, I well. When I finally had consciousness, I don't know what what age you you become a creature that exists. I'm not sure if I have achieved that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these are the big these are the big questions. Yeah, yeah. If you you, you put something behind your back, James, like, oh, it's disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Where did it go? Schrodinger's Kirk. (laughs) Um, I I don't know when I first realised, you know, that I was in a different country, but perhaps. Let's just say, for example, it was I was maybe four. Let's say three or yep. four. Um, we used to come back once a year for annual holidays, oh, right. and okay, cool. because my 
mum had a sister and we have cousins at the Gold Coast, we would go from Hyderabad in Andhra Pradesh, India, to the Gold Coast. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so exotic and so mysterious. The Gold Coast. (laughs) Absolutely not. Chevron Island. Um, And um, we we had a – mum had a – mum and dad had a two-bedroom like – old school like apartment there that we would go and holiday at and I thought that Australia was amazing. Mm. I thought it had places like McDonald's, uh, oh, Grundy's, yeah. which was a, a gaming arcade at the Gold Coast. Um, <laughs> I would play Star, you know, Space Invaders, yeah. um, oh, yeah. Pinball. Called Grundy's, was it? It was called Grun- Reg Grundy's. Reg Grundy's. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it was owned by the, he was a footy yeah. player, right? Yeah, yeah. He's not just a pair of underpants. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to play down that association <laughs> with his name. Uh, but that would have been, yeah. yeah. it was amazing. Um, and, and was it like, did you realise that you were... I said love kid mind of like... No matter where you go, like the most exotic thing is yeah. always a video arcade. Oh, <laughs> and a McDonald's. When I was a kid, we used to spend like, because we used to go to Florida sometimes to go to Disney World when we lived in England. And just every time you'd stay at a hotel and it would usually have one of those games rooms, which would usually include like the claw machine that oh, gives yeah. out candy. And you're just like, well, why would I ever leave here? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. air conditioning. And my seven. parents would be like, do you want to go out to the pool? And I was like, why would I do that? Like, <laughs> I'm playing virtual pools. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me more money so I could pretend to be swimming. <laughs> totally. That'll take my shirt off in the game. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, and did you feel like, in a, you would have felt like, it, like you were a fish Indian, out of right? water. Mm. Like, what, did yeah, you feel I like felt, you're an Indian visiting Australia or? I felt like a, a strange melange. Uh, I was a mix of, you know, um, accents. Yeah. I, I had like, because I had so many friends from different places. I yeah, had like right, a right. an American, a British, uh, you know, a, a German, uh, an Indian accent. Mm. And mm. it was all mm. and with Australian and it was all mashed up together. Right. I've got some recordings uh, from back then that we used to send tapes to my brother uh I would just record, you know, what I'd been up to and mm. tell him things like, in maths, I got a B. That's so adorable. And he would send back, uh, you know, what was going on up there in, in Tamil Nadu for him and um, he would ask for money from my parents. It was like a the first podcast, really. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing sponsored sections. If you support me, uh, you'd like to support me And then he'd, he'd play the flute, you know, yeah. um, tell them what I like the accent thing because you, you don't notice what your accent is yes. at the time when you move around you just think it's always normal so like my sister now sounds very american which is Mm -hmm. odd because i don't at all but um if you play like like videos of her when she was seven just before she left holland she sounds like a character from oliver twist (laughs) it's just like can i have some more (laughs) just like jesus christ there must be an age where wherever you are that that point that's your accent. I think right? if you do like the seven to fifteen thing, and you're going to international schools, you get that. You get the international school accent, which is a mix between like English, American, and whatever country you're mm, in. Mm. I don't know. I think I try to blend in wherever I am. Right. Okay. So I I cannot be trusted. I am. I am a chameleon. I do know that. Um, I read somewhere that uh, accent, like, is in UK especially. The act every drive hundred meters, you've got a different accent. There's yeah. so many different. Mm. Whereas in Australia, there there is regional like variances. It gets like more Aussie, but and some people say you can tell the difference between like an Adelaide accent and stuff. But I don't think you can. I right? can't. But no. they reckon it. Only I read specific it, words like when they say castle, and castle. It, apparently, yeah. it's because um, when Australia was f- like 
spread out. You know, the cities were building up. They basically had the radio pretty quickly. So everyone could hear uh. everyone else's, you know what I mean? There was a national radio broadcast England. in Adelaide that was the same that was broadcast in Brisbane. Whereas right. in England, it's like you would have hundreds of years of people living without being hearing people from Newcastle yeah, yeah, or yeah, from, yeah. you know, wherever else. So, yeah, that's because of that. Australia's just like so massive and pretty much doesn't have regional yeah, like, okay. dialects, you know mm. what I mean? I so agree. maybe watching TV and stuff like that influences oh. your accent, you know? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, we didn't get telly in India until yeah. right toward the end uh, when I was there, probably about 1980 or something. Yeah. And unlike in Australia, as I imagine, there might have been things on ABC for kids or something. I don't know. I mm. just feel like ABC Kids always existed. Mm. Perhaps yeah. I'm wrong. Um, I The first thing I ever watched on television was a black and white um Appendix operation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With a pendy, the kid is out of help. Literally, wow. that, it was the operation oh, yeah. upon appendix, that an is, appendix. Uh, and uh, I remember looking and just thinking, well, TV's a bit shit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this is really, they're struggling to fill this We've been waiting hours. for this, you know? <laughs> I mean, oh, God. So when you were saying that going back to Queensland seemed so crazy mm. because of all the chains and the arcades and stuff, I assume, obviously, Hyderabad now is basically a mega city. Oh, right? yes. So, like, it, it will have everything. But I'm back sure. in the day, it probably it didn't have those it, franchises like McDonald's and no, stuff. Like no. So sure. you're probably, you're, you know, five when you figure out what a quarter pounder is or something. Totally. Just like, hell yes. Yes. And My also. Five-year-old's eating a quarter pounder. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think it was a McCappy meal. What five-year-old is? What five-year-old isn't eating too? <laughs> And, and like, you know, I've never been to India, so, there, you know, all my sort of conceptions of it come from television or, and mm. and it's such an f- insanely huge place, not only population-wise, mm. but, like, geographically, and you do have this, you know, mountains, desert, jungle, like, all that kind of stuff. So, are you, are you like, is it the jungly sort of part? Do you have, like, are there monkeys uh, running around? Yeah, look, it was... <laughs> Yes. 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 There's monkeys in India. Chris, just say yes. Uh, just tell Drew that there's monkeys. Do you want me to just tell you the truth? Yeah, 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 yeah. well, yes, there were. Yes. So the part that we were in was quite uh, semi arid. Mm-hmm. It was called the semi arid tropics. Um, but it was quite desert like with lots of boulders, like just huge rocks mm. everywhere. Rock, just clambering over rocks was my childhood, right, right. but I was rubbish at it. I was always falling over. And um, <laughs> and then also I was always with older kids. I was like the one of the younger ones and I was a bit of, bit, bit of a wimp and a bit scared <laughs> mm. of stuff. So I would always be hanging back and waiting for someone to help me do something and they'd all piss off and yeah. leave me. And um, But, yes, there were there were creatures, wild creatures. So yeah. um, once I got bitten by a monkey. But, <laughs> oh, wow. But that yeah. wasn't in the wild, in the boulders. That was at the chicken shop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was in, you were trying to cut in in front of the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> my mum had gone to get uh, the chicken for the week or whatever and this freaking monkey that was on a chain, mm-hmm. uh, it extended and bit me. Wow. And that was back in the 70s when rabies was massive in India and it was a very serious and life-threatening thing. And the there were – you could get 13 injections in the guts to prevent getting rabies, like oh. if you got bitten or – 
um, you could die. So there was two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always a choice. There's yeah. always a choice. Um, and but they d- really didn't want me to have to have the 13 shots in the guts. So they watched me for a while to see if I started foaming from the mouth. Oh, oh my wow. god! I know. Can you believe? Yeah. <laughs> this is what almost my, this sounds is, like a zombie movie. I know. This is what my mum had to endure. You know, risk-wise. Jeez. Like I found it. You know, I couldn't tolerate risk in. In a developed country in the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, At least if you got the 13 shots, they would have broadcast it on TV. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they would have said, this is a prime time. We got Chris's appendix no, shots. Don't think about that. Like, you know, being a. I'd be such a worry ward as a parent. Oh, like, the moment, like, even you haven't oh had God. spittle there, mm. it's like, she's got it. We got to take her out back. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm uh, hugely anxious, and I was a very anxious parent of young children. Yeah. And, and, I don't know how mum tolerated that. She just, you know, she she tells me that when they first moved to India and she tried to do the washing, uh, the laundry, a multitude of rats jumped out of the washing machine. Oh, my Lord. At least they would have been clean. (laughs) I might have given you this a soul cycle. (laughs) And, like, one day I apparently, mum tells me this, I I went up to mum and dad at the dinner table and I just went, mum, there's a snake at the door. (laughs) What's the talk to you? (laughs) (laughs) Selling his own oil, I guess. Yes. Uh, and she good. just went, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> and because I had gone to go outside, I had opened the door and there was a big cobra, like oh just Lord. all oh up Lord. and ready to strike, like literally up and ready to rock, oh like, like it had just knocked at the door. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, my oh God. hi. And and so mum went and had a look and sure enough, she saw that. And um, so she rang the next door neighbour who was the landlord. His name was Gopal Reddy. He came over with a shotgun and blasted the snake oh, in the face. That's a bit overkill <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I can't but find uh, the missile launcher, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go with a shotgun. Oh. Jesus. Get straight in the face. Yeah, How big yeah. would a cobra be, though? Like, it would be pretty massive, right? What yeah. do you mean? In terms I don't know. Of the like hood is... Like, I mean, in terms of, like... Because here, like, I mean, you get snakes in Australia. Like, yeah. people are scared to come here because the snakes... Mm. Like, I can't... I could probably count on, like... Two hands at times I've seen snakes like in the Sydney suburbs. Yeah, but like, yeah. But they're re- relatively small. Like a cobra is quite a big well, fella, it's, right? It's venomous. I don't know that it's m- I think much medium. Size. I think yeah. it's. I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I think David Abra. Yeah, yeah. Harry Cooper over here. They're about five uh, monkeys. The cobra. I think <laughs> they're medium <laughs> size. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <I think. laughs> Don't go on the limb here. Where, where, where'd you get that from? Just a feeling. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do you all look over and go, yes, that sounds better. Let's update Wikipedia right now, actually. Uh, according to Drew, they are medium. Uh, but I, I mean, I think <laughs> cobras are. Like other snakes, slither on the ground, obviously. But the cobras, like you say, yeah. they jump up yeah. and they've got the hood and they've yeah. got the scare. Like oh, so, scary. I don't know if they're like very long. Yeah. Well, but I was just thinking, like a, a <laughs> you know, like a snake that you see like in the bush. You blast that with a shotgun. There's no snake left. Mm. You know, like. Oh. Yeah, well, okay. that's precisely what happened. So yeah. <laughs> apparently, there was snake all over the entrance to the house. And oh, took a Sorry, oh, but you, you know that's yeah. the end of the story. <laughs> that's intense. That is like I, c- I can't sleep after seeing a huntsman on the wall. You know, <laughs> oh, let, let alone yeah. a yeah. cobra. Yeah. Oh, that must have been. And uh, your mum would never dismiss you ever again. Well, you know what I mean? Oh, yet she did. <laughs> <laughs> 
not for snake reasons ever again. Though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's insane. I I found a little bit of the history of Hyderabad. The mm. uh, the during the so seventies. This is like a, what thirty years after the partition, right? So like a partition of India, I think it was like the forties or something. But just when they partitioned India, you know, Pakistan was Pakistan, yep. India was India, and then there was some princely states. Yep. And one of them was the princely state of Hyderabad. Yep. And there was a Nizam. The Nizam. Mm. The Nizam. The Mir Osman Al Khan. He was the last one. And he was at the time, or in the 30s, the richest person in the world mm. because yeah. there was a diamond mine in uh, the area, um, which was like the only diamond mine in the world, basically. Like they hadn't found diamonds in South Africa and wow. all that in Australia. And they he had so many diamonds. Like, <laughs> the, all the diamonds that come out, like he gave a bunch of diamonds to the queen who wears them to this day, part of the really? royal jewels. This is so he, there's a, a diamond called the Jacob Diamond, which he found as a kid in the toe of the shoe of his dad, just floating around. It was a 185 carat diamond. It's the fifth biggest in the world, and he used it as a paperweight. That's <laughs> oh my sick. god! It was it when you move here, they tell you that sometimes there might be a little spider in your shoe that's venomous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, kind of it's like you might get rich. I don't know. And there's a photo of it that I saw, and it's hard to contextualize. Is, it. is, is like that a, a clown? Like how big are his shoes? Oh yeah, exactly. Exa <laughs> it's in the toe of his shoe. Just fly, and he's like, someone's in my bloody shoe. You know, oh, it's <laughs> shaking a diamond. diamond out. But he had like. This guy had an emerald that weighed half a kilo. Like he had wow. just so many diamonds. I'm picturing him walking around like just blinged. Yeah, yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but it was just one of those things where he just sitting on top of diamond mine. Everyone wanted diamonds, and it was the only mine in the world. So it was like formed off this guy, and then obviously, eventually, I think all the princely states they just sort of, you know, just you know, gave the power back to the state of India and all that. But was there? I don't know. Was there some sort of? There was a palace. Palace. The yeah. Nizam's palace was yeah. beautiful. I, there were there are so many historic, incredible, luxurious buildings mm. in India, which is such a contrast to the poverty that we see yeah. as mm. well there. There is such a class system at play. And mm. I, I'm not claiming to be any kind of historical or, or cultural expert on India. I just grew up there and yeah. I love I love the country and I had a great experience. Um, mm. But, yeah, there is a, a massive divide in wealth yeah. and, and you do see a lot of extraordinary buildings that mm. were owned by, yeah, the Nizam and, and there was a big wall around uh, Hyderabad um, that the Nizam built, I think, and there were these, I mean, across India, not just in Hyderabad, there are just the most amazing, um, like, heritage, they must be uh, UNESCO listed, they're heritage listed kind of, uh, palaces built into rock faces, wow, you know, like yeah, um, cool. amazing um, marble, you know, like the Taj Mahal, but mm, mm. but the other there are so many of those types yeah, of things yeah. scattered throughout India. It's, it's just the most extraordinary place. Things like everyone knows the Taj Mahal and it's like that's the one thing. And in Australia we have the City Opera House, which is the one thing. Mm. But in India there's the Taj Mahal and then there's probably 40 others yes, that are exactly so – as impressive, as, yeah. as impressive, yeah. but it's just for whatever yeah. in Taj Mahal. So it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. unreal. Yeah. Palaces in the middle of a lake. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Udaipur. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was it was such a weird and foreign upbringing um, to to come back to Australia and just like I live in Canberra now, where 
you know, the most the oldest heritage building is maybe thirty years old. Yeah. Or so you know, like I mean, of course, there's the Nunnawal stuff, uh, you know, but they're not structural. Mm. But there's uh, you know signs of sixty thousand year old stuff. But yeah, from, yeah, yeah. But, it's um, sort of like sixty thousand year old, incredible like yeah. art and stuff, and then it's like the buildings, yeah, it's thirty years yeah, old. Yeah, exactly. It's this huge big gap. Yeah. Of heritage fucking. listed from nineteen seventy five. Yeah, exactly. Um, we found well, Jamie and I both stumbled upon. Apparently, there's uh, there's a lot of haunted places around there and i'm sure some of these old um mm. uh you know palaces and stuff are part of it but a few uh, jamie found a couple and i found just a few that just the examples of, of like the spooky occurrence made me laugh because oh. it's like this stupid article it's just got here's the background of the place and then it has a list of this like the spooky occurrence that um you know makes it haunted the first one was the um uh sham shabad airport it apparently has a lot of restless spirits and uh the spooky occurrence there was employees at the airport were called into an inquiry room where they got stared and laughed at by a man whose head rotated 360 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so their boss was mad and they're like, oh, this place is haunted. Um, uh, the other one was the Benjara Hills. Oh, that's where I, I lived there. Okay. Well, mm. apparently this this was... Um, the ghost of a snake. Blown shotgun. It goes knocking on doors and some people can still hear the knocks. Well, this spooky occurrence just made me laugh because it says, as night falls, the streetlights go out mysteriously uh, and it's accompanied by an instant dip in temperature. And I was like, yeah, that's called night. night. <laughs> <laughs> Nightfall, man. Sometimes water will fall from the sky. <laughs> oh, there do you have some, any others? Yeah, yeah, there's tons because like, also, like, finding some of these hauntings. The hauntings are kind of, like Drew said, a lot of them are just like, oh, yeah, you could hear steps, and it's like, well, there are people walking around. But, like, the places themselves are so fascinating as well. So, like, one of them, I I think Alex kind of, like, mentioned, but, like, Golconda Fort was kind of I, the I've, fort where yeah. that mine was. Yeah, I've been and to so, Golconda Fort. And yeah. it yeah. sounds incredible. Like, it's been around mm. since, like, it was, like, um, early capital city in, like, the 1500s. So it's, like, 500 mm. years old. And basically, um, like, those diamonds that you were talking about, they were called Golconda diamonds because they were from that place. But there's a – I mean, like, you've been there. So it must – it looks huge and expansive. Apparently it has, like, four, like, palace-sized facilities within the fort. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you don't see this stuff in Australia. We didn't have forts and stuff, did we? No, no, We didn't have forts. Yeah, Um, no. And if you've brought all the diamonds in the world, you're probably going to build a fort. You know what I mean? You're going to be like, I'm going to just put the wall a bit higher. I just want to make sure – Rules though, like people yeah. are just being like, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna build a gigantic living monument to me, yeah, like, yeah. and it's gonna be the coolest house you've ever seen, and you're Correct. just gonna know it's me, yeah. Like, imagine if like you did that, like if you went back to Queanbeyan and just fucking erected this thing, and you're <laughs> like, oh, This yeah. is called He's Drew gonna. Cast, <laughs> <laughs> just called Drew, this is called Drew, Drew Castle, money. you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so Golconda my- Fort, there's a haunting story there oh. because um, it's the story of this uh, lady called Tamarati and her sister Premamati, who were dancers and courtesans of Abdullah Shah. And so, like, this person, Tamarati, apparently was admired, like, around the country for her beauty and dancing ability. And uh, she was a great singer. And the Sultan was so mesmerized by her that he, like, fell in love with her and was like, I'll have that. And, like, he married her, <laughs> essentially. And I think he already had another wife as well. But, like, he loved her so much and she was, like, the preferred courtesan that, like, 
when she died and he died, they got buried together. So, like, him, wife, and the quarters and dancer mm. person wow, as well. Okay. Imagine the rock on that engagement ro- ring. You're a romantic yeah. person, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just like a, a threesome in the grave. And Jamie's like, that's pretty cool. You know? <laughs> but um, apparently they say that Tamarati uh, didn't pass on to the next world with the sultan and the wife. Like, they say that, like, her spirit remains at the fort. So people can oh. hear, like, the sounds of belled, like, oh, anklets from yeah, dancing yeah. and um, along with, like, a human voice that howls with grief, apparently, oh, wow. which is, like, pretty cool. And they see, like, shadows. But, like, they're... These stories, like, they have no origin. But, of course, because it's 500 years old, it's just word of mouth that's mm-hmm. gone down. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found so interesting about it. Yeah. Nice one. Did you have any, like, urban legends amongst um, the kids there? Like, or, no. you know, don't go down there. That's uh, No, no. It was mainly just the snakes and the monkeys. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you had real danger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had to invent some scary <laughs> story. <laughs> we did. Yeah, I did find a, uh, a modern-day love trust uh, in Hyderabad that uh, – Quite comical. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. It's called the uh, mutton soup murder. Uh, but uh, the mutton soup. Mutton. Well, okay. So it, it sounds like an American, like true crime, silly yeah. story. But it happened in Hyderabad recently, and a woman. Uh, she was married. Uh, so so this woman. She was a nurse, and she was married to this guy called um, Sadaka Reddy. And this guy was a bit of a loser. So she got a little bit too close to Rajesh. Her physio, which is uh, tales all the time, you know. And they, uh, you know, happen to all of us. Physio keeps coming over. I got to see the physio a lot. (laughs) Then they hatched a plan to get rid of Reddy, right? And so the the plan, and this is modern, right? This is like five years ago, whatever. But they executed the plan successfully. They injected him with anesthesia, and then they hit him on the head, and he's dead, right? So no, Reddy, Reddy's gone. But this is the this is where the plan gets ingenious. They decide to ensure nobody gets suspicious about Reddy's disappearance. They hatch a plan uh, to swap the dead husband with Rajesh by making him go undergo some uh, plastic surgery. So they face off. So yeah. So (laughs) what? (laughs) So uh, as part of the plan, this is all with this guy's consent, the physio's consent. I imagine she poured a small amount of acid on his face, (gasps) and then informed the relatives, Reddy's relatives, that. Reddy's been attacked oh and we, he's gone to the hospital for some plastic <laughs> surgery. That is serious. Oh, oh my gosh. But also, like, that's kind of like to be like, all right, well, we're going to make the physio look more like the husband who I hate <laughs> <laughs> and killed. <laughs> this ugly loser. <laughs> but I might know what this hot guy, but to make it seem cool, you've got to look like the person yeah, that yeah, I murdered. Like, yeah. Even psychologically, like, looking at him, you'd be like, oh, fuck. I and really, you've got to be like, Rajesh. <laughs> I knocked you on the head. Rajesh, you've got to be really really into like final fantasy (laughs) and uh, you gotta uh, you know neglect me in every other way and so they go to the hospital and they have plastic surgery and this um, is nuts this is so nuts I know not not the trajectory I was imagining (laughs) (laughs) also acid Fucking hurt. And this is just being like, oh, don't worry, it's a trace amount. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, no, yeah. it's it's no being tears acid a little. Like, still being stabbed. And so oh. um Reddy's uh so then goes to the hospital, they gave him some sort of I don't know how close to this guy he looked to get like what do they give him? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, this is pretty <laughs> reaching plastic surgery. So then they um the re- the but the relatives got suspicious. 
When oh, yeah, you fucking think. <laughs> I mean, were they the same height? <laughs> <laughs> what, about their, what about their body? You know, what about, what about, oh, yeah, he got acid on his body, too. Yeah, uh, two inches right off from the heel. <laughs> uh, the acid turned his hair uh, brown blonde as well. Uh, oh, man. So, so, took a completely is, different name now. He's so got acid fun. on the brain. This is really like, they didn't give a lot of thought. But then, so <laughs> they ready, relatives got suspicious when he refused. This is how, this is how thin, this is how much it quickly had unfolded. He refused to have mutton soup served to him, um, saying he was a vegetarian when the real Reddy was not a vegetarian. And then, according to police officer involved, Reddy, um, they then they got really suspicious. Then they started asking him follow up questions, including the identity of relatives. Oh. He stopped speaking and started conversing with signs. <laughs> so they were like, "Who's this guy? What's his name?" <laughs> like, it's your uncle, and he was just like, oh, like signing, like I don't want to <laughs> give this away." So they just got. They they really wanted to be together. Didn't yeah, they? Yeah. This guy's oh, like, man. his face is burnt off. He's had plastic <laughs> surgery, and he's like, she didn't tell me there was going to be an uncle fucking questionnaire. You know. <laughs> Oh Fuck. man! Imagine that's when that relationship the most runs. Insane shit oh, no. <laughs> that's so crazy. Oh, imagine when that relationship runs its course yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, things. It have, was worth it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> things have become a lot more mundane since I coerced you into pouring acid on your own face. You're not the man I fell in love with. Yeah, you made me get fucking plastic surgery. You're not the man I fell in love with and murdered. <laughs> I can't believe you've eaten mutton soup, whatever. And so. Anyway, the police arrested yeah. the woman, Swati, and she just confessed. So she gave it up straight away. This guy's still probably in hospital. She's like, ah, it's over. You know, we're done. So she's she's done for. So she oh went to, to into a. So then, I, do you know? Does it have like a freeze frame? Thing? Like they're still together. I'm assuming he's not writing her letters in prison. Like I'm <laughs> sure he's pretty mad about the whole situation. But um, yeah, so that this, was this happened when. Oh, it was only, uh, yeah, recently, like five, a couple of years ago. And the I'll whole th- reason we know this now is because you Googled Hyderabad. Oh, yeah, that's it. There's a uh, lot of I'm a- sorry to the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, you know, there's a lot of great historical stuff, but also a good old dumb true crime story. I'm not letting that yeah, go. We'll, that's we'll a winner. That. that is a winner. Yeah, I can't believe 2017, it. 2017, that was. Um, um, and there's a few, uh, you sent me through just some, I guess story mm. titles that mm. made me. It was a pretty diverse list, but just some classics. Um, who, who, or what is the Lionel Richie cat? Oh, so I had a lot of cats. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you own the cats or were they like feral? Cats? Well, well, this is a very good question, and, and it goes to the heart. Can of- you ever really own a cat? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. It was originally a stray cat and it sort of started getting fed at my place and then I liked it and mum just let me have it but she didn't get it de-sexed. Right. It was the 70s. I don't think people were onto that. No, yeah, and so yeah. it kept guy having... didn't come around with a shotgun to the balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not getting the cat de-sexed till we find out if Chris has rabies. <laughs> In a couple more days. <laughs> she could still turn to be a waste of the money. <laughs> So um, the cat kept breeding, you know, kept having kittens, and so right. there'd be these kittens all the time. And for, and I was never stopped from playing with them as if they were toys. 
Right. It's terrible. Oh, I think it's a it's a bad thing. Well, it's just like you're picking them up. I would and pick them up. I'd take them, put them in a dish and carry them around, <laughs> you know, in the garden and I'd have tea parties with them. I'd take them up. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like my dream life. <laughs> you're my companion. <laughs> people would be like, that's kind of sad. And I was like, that rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. You, you get it. This yeah, guy yeah. gets it. I'd be, ta- oh, I'd be talking guy, to him too. This, I talk to them all right. Fuck, we we yeah. fucking talk. Um, I had a lot of stuff to say. <laughs> More tea. Mr. Mitten? Yeah. <laughs> I literally had a little tea set. I'd put the little cups of tea in front oh, of the cats and awesome. they'd be like walking off and stuff. But, yeah, the Lionel Richie cat story is basically <clears throat> one day I took Chief Cat, you know, that, uh, whose obviously name was Pussy, um, <laughs> up to my treehouse and I sang – um, the most heartfelt rendition of the Lionel Richie classic, you're once, twice, three times a lady, <laughs> <laughs> to my cat. I just pinned her down and <laughs> sang it. And I sang it so so well I made myself cry. <laughs> I did. Oh. I cried. I, 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 I have. Do you know, do you ever have that? A moment from your childhood that you vividly remember. Mm, yeah. It's oh, a yeah, snapshot, yeah. a video. It's in your mind. Yes. You remember the feeling, yep. all of it. I have that so vividly. And I think it was when we were leaving India for the last time, you know, like mm-hmm. I was nine probably then, maybe. I can't remember. But I was I was crying because I was going to have to say goodbye to this cat and I, I wanted to sing it a farewell song. And that is the song I sang. <laughs> and I just sat there crying and holding the cat. No, please listen. No, listen. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I think we might be the same person. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, Are, you Are you tearing up? Are you tearing up? I was like, that's beautiful. It was sad. It was sad. The weirdest thing, now this is random and I'm sorry if it's shit, but um, <laughs> it, it, it just along the lines, I'm actually, I have a bad, I have a problem with saying goodbyes. I don't like I've mm. got a bit of separation anxiety and I think it is from like when my parents moved back to India always saying goodbye to them and flying back and stuff I don't know I was a worry mm. wart yeah. just anxious person but this is weird when we were leaving India as as a child and when I was nine I do this is the weirdest thing we were packing up the house you know <clears throat> deciding what was coming back to Australia and what we were leaving for some unknown reason I obsessed over a shower curtain ring <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do, you, do you really get it? Yeah, when I left Holland, there were like certain parts of my house that were like, that's. That's coming with us? Yeah, it's yeah. like, we can't I'm so leave glad you that. understand that. Because <laughs> I, like, what is that? I know, that's I, a doorstop. Yes. <laughs> I actually held onto that curtain ring thinking, that needs to come back to Australia. Yeah, with totally. me. Wow. It yeah. makes no sense, but I'm glad you get it because probably nobody else in the whole universe. <laughs> no, a lot it. of people go the exact opposite way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Quite mean to you about. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you still have the? No, ring? I got right. rid of it, oh. but uh, I don't even think Mum and Dad let me bring it. But I, I just remember crying over it and just being like, yeah. "Oh, but it, it should come with us to Australia." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Weird. What's um, what's your guys' snapshot memory? Because I certainly the first when you said yeah. that, the first thing that came to my head was when I was like probably eight. And we're around at uh, just a family friend's house. It was, this, it was my mum's best friend, and he and I were born on the same day, just like best mates forever. And all his cousins were all around. We had like so much fa- like friends and family. All the kids were there. And we all had this big water fight. And um, he had these like cool older cousins that I like looked up to. I was like, man, these guys are so cool. And we're, we're doing this water fight, and I'd just seen one of the Dirty Harry movies for the first time. And so I was hiding in this bush, and the two like cool cousins walked around the corner, and I jumped out and I was going to get him and they pointed their gun at me and I went, 
go ahead, make my day. <laughs> and they burst out laughing. <laughs> just went and like hid inside for the rest of the day. Just so bright red, like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's adorable. I just haven't seen that movie. It just sounds like a lame thing to say. Like, make my day. You know, like, I try to do the voice and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very cute. That's adorable. Do you remember that because you were horrified? That yeah, yeah. Of so the embarrassment. Yeah. Uh, I'm the, so cute. Like, it's the first memory I have. I believe because it was like in a house that we left when I was like two, and uh, me and my brother had. Well, no, it must have been like three because my brother was like eighteen months old or something, and we had these like toy laser guns, you know, like you pull the trigger and it's like, beep, 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 you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Plastic, whatever. And we play with them and I'd left mine in the driveway for some reason and I was looking out the window and my dad's like coming and mum's like, better go get your gun. Like dad, your dad's going to run over it like in the car. And I just, for some reason, just stood there frozen as dad like pulled in and then just backed his car right and then just crunched over this gun. And I'm standing there looking at it, just looking at mum and then just like, whatever. And then I just, he comes inside and I just go up to my brother Elliot. I'm like, dad run over your gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and got his gun. And I'm like, that's how you solve that problem. You know? I just remember that very, very. Oh, that's uh, good. Anyway. Man, I can't. Yeah, I don't know about, I remember like my sister being born. But I mean, how old are you? Yeah, my sister's yeah. three years younger oh, than me. I'm so. not older. That would be yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember a lot of things. I believe in reincarnation. No, I remember my sister being born, but only because I got to go to Burger King with my grandparents. <laughs> 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 I don't remember holding my sister, seeing what she looked like. I remember, like, because I don't know if Burger King. Burger King didn't exist here, right? Like until it, did, they, it had a brief period. Not, not but, when we were three. So did, but did you guys the, the have one in Queanbeyan was a Burger King and then a Hungry Jacks and then, or or the other way, Hungry Jacks then Burger King then Hungry Jacks. Yeah, and we had a couple of those in like Kent Hurst and Jural. But does that mean did you guys get the mascots for Burger King no. in the nineties? No. no. So that like Burger King had its own like kind of like. I guess edgier than McDonald's. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> nice. like the main guy was like the main guy was like a cool human dude called Kid Vid that had like wow. big big goggles and shit. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so I remember like getting their equivalent of a Happy Meal, being like, "Fucking yeah, I'm Kid Vid, baby. I'm, I'm cool." Oh, wow. And the double quarter pound of Happy Meal, I'm gonna get a Macca's. Yeah. Um, oh, that's great. Uh, what about uh, what about Flavio? Who oh, Flavio. Flavio. Well, he was my first love. Um, <laughs> great well, name for you know, first I mean, love. You know, I mean, I was probably like seven, mm-hmm. you know, and he was maybe nine, you oh, know, wow. older man. Okay. Older yeah, man. Mature. Um, yeah. And, and uh, our relationship uh, consisted of once holding hands in the dark. Um, <laughs> yeah. We were at, because they used to chuck sick parties, like the 70s, like say what you will mm-hmm. about the 70s, but they did have sick parties. <laughs> like my parents were always at parties and then all the kids were at the parties. Yeah. And so we'd always be in a room together playing murder in the dark or something. So the lights would be off. And, murder and in we, the dark. I yeah, haven't heard about man, that for years. Murder in the dark. That was a great game. <laughs> that was a great I mean, like, game. That's something that like, when you said it, I was like, fuck. Like, uh, yeah, I, I haven't thought <laughs> about it in so long. But, like, I don't think I've mentioned it for 25 years. I'll be honest, oh. I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever played it. I know of it. Feel, What's the rule? Uh, what is it again? Just you, uh, I don't know. How do well, you decide you, who? Every light goes out. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. How well, do you I'll decide who is the murderer and the murderee? I don't. Maybe I we are going to have to Google yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, but it was a sick game. Someone murders, murders someone. Yes. And, you, you know, then you turn the lights on and you have to find out who was, you have to determine yeah, who, so right. who was the yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's I, very I, strange. I, I yeah. used the opportunity to sit next to Flavio and hold his hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was um, Brazilian. 
Okay. And Ooh. extremely good looking. Yeah. Um, and I, I was best friends with his sister, Alini. Okay. And, Did she um, know about the And she trash? knew about it. Okay. Yeah, I would oh. get intel on Flavio. <laughs> I'd go over to her house and just slip, pervert him around a corner. <laughs> uh, but then I, I yeah, I, I remember then I um, got a, I had a fan. Because so it was an international in school, so you, you're hanging out with older kids and kids from mm. different countries. And um, so Flavio I liked first. Then I liked a bloke called Joachim. Mm-hmm. Ah, Joachim cool Leuschner, um, okay. and he was obviously German. Um, he didn't like me back. Once I wrote <laughs> in the corner of the whiteboard, I love Joachim. <laughs> and, and he saw it and he didn't like it at all. Oh, no. Oh, no, he no. was not, not happy with that at all. Mm. Put yourself oh, out there, you know. Mm. Yeah, know. yeah. yeah, yeah, no. yeah, shot. yeah. So you had all these international suitors or yeah, no. suitors? Well, I, yes, I was interested. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was interested. Do you remember your first love, Alex? I I think, I think Drew's told stories about yeah, dating when he was no, 11 or something. I don't know. It was it was weird. Like in our school, it was sort of like if you even – if you well, not in our school, but if you acted like you liked a girl, it was like, you loser. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was that yeah. sort of thing. Wait to hear about my two girlfriends in kindergarten affair. That was oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go Drew, on. Yeah, yeah, Drew had like Drew's always relationships been a when he was five yeah. years old. No, just, yeah. There were these two girls. Drew's polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like identifying himself exactly. by way to his parents. Yeah. Like, oh, have you got a little girlfriend? And she's like, mom, it's actually called polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> if you read a fucking book about oh, it. Man, I'm like walking around like a steampunk guy in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, there were these two. <laughs> Sorry. I just imagined you lecturing your parents about polyamory. Yeah. It kills me. Did you have dreadlocks or a man bun? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah, these two girls that were like best friends, uh, Kate and Amanda. And one day. <laughs> Until Drew got involved. Well, one day. <laughs> into Drew bed. Like, Kate was away sick. And then oh, um, we uh, like. I think the teacher was reading a story and everybody was sitting like together, you know, as you do, just looking up and the teacher's reading the story. And I was sitting at the back and I think my best friend was away as well. That's why I was sitting by myself. Yeah, he was away. And I was sitting right at the back all like sulky. And then Amanda was like, do you want to sit next to me? And then I like went and sat next to her. And then the next day Kate came back and that, and Amanda was like sitting with me and she's like, Andrew's my boyfriend now to Kate. And Kate was like, well, I guess he's my boyfriend too. And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had these two girlfriends oh, for a couple wow. days. Louis, Louis. <laughs> oh, oh man. I looked it up because I know how inf- I know how people get on podcasts where you bring something up and you don't know, and everyone's like, "It's fucking this yeah. murder in the dark." Can be played with uh, winking or cards. Apparently, oh, yes, right. So, what so, do you mean by winking or cards? Well, if 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 someone if the murderer winks at you, you have to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you can also do it by like drawing cards. Apparently, yeah. but the version I played was a winking version. And for and sure. how do you determine who is the murderer? That's what. Each round, one player is secretly assigned the role of murderer, perhaps by handing every player a playing card with a particular card signifying that someone's the murderer. Oh, okay. Right. So you get yep. you all get something. And how do you figure out then who's the murderer? Because someone dies, the light goes out. Yep. You turn a process of elimination. It's a process of elimination. Normally you look at who is closest or who, you know, possibly who is suspiciously far Mm -hmm. away. So if you know someone, you say, like, I'm accusing you, and you put your hand up, and if you get it wrong. I I mean, we can play it here if you want. Oh, God. oh man, uh, there's a couple more that. Uh, well, oh, can I just show one yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, just because we're talking about buildings, and I guess because I didn't know that you had been back, Chris. But do you, have you um, have you been back and seen the fish building in no, Hyderabad? No. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen. 
Have a look at this. <laughs> this is this it's is like the, a blimp. This is the Department of Fisheries in Hyderabad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's fucking. That not. is the department. Oh my god. That is the department oh of fisheries. That's like the treasury being like a, a piggy it, bank, it is, you know. Just for that everyone. should be the law for every <laughs> corporation <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. around the world. Totally. The treasury should be just a chest with booty <laughs> spilling yeah, out. Yeah. It's yeah. just for everyone who's listening. It, it just looks like a cartoon fish. It's just oh. a blimp. It's like a blimp, blimp. on the ground. With a with a set of stairs into a fish. Like Google it if you're just listening to this. It is so funny. It's the funniest building I've ever seen. And you know what's funniest about that? Yeah. We never ate fish in Hyderabad <laughs> because it's a landlocked. It's in the community. middle of the country. Yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. And I found Department of Fisheries a lot of vacation there. It's and it's like, yeah. honestly, they've yeah. got no work to do. What yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. They spend all the time making that cool fish building. We gotta, we gotta promote fish in Hyderabad first. Plan to one. this day, I don't like eating fish because I grew up in Hyderabad. <laughs> no one's eating fish here. What are we gonna do about it? Uh, we gotta make the building a fish. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I found an article uh, before it was built where they're promoting, hey, we're going to build this great fish building. And it looks so much cooler in the, the artist oh, thing. And yes. it's got like a proper real cool oh, like so front. Oh, wow. That looks like, like space age. <laughs> yeah, it looks really cool. And they run out of money at the front and they just made it like a goldfish <laughs> out of like, you know, like a video game. And well, it just, we're it's start so for good. content next week, you know there's a you versus the guy she told you not to worry about meme. With yeah, 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 yeah. That's, and, and so this is in like the one of the, you know, high are bad uh, newspapers and it's sort of saying hey this is cool we're gonna have this new building and it just says in bold um such fish shaped complexes exist only in the united states and hawaii <laughs> i don't think they do <laughs> i don't think someone's just trying to sell this no one has fish shaped buildings anyway yeah exactly more people should hydrobot's fucking on it yeah, yeah i want more buildings like that well yeah, yeah. and, and, and quite, they're quite proud of it too like as you would it's like you know and we laugh but we have it's the big banana, like, we have the yeah. big pineapple, all that well, shit. Like, so people work in it, but which makes it public servants working. No, in it. That's, <laughs> that is the that is just where it's more impressive with to with me. With their lanyard yeah, just yeah, tagging yeah. in. Australian Banana Association. I'm going just, to the prawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone just being like, "Oh, I'm going for a durry on the fin," you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Meet me on the fin. Going for a durry. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just oh, couldn't stop awesome. laughing about that. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, you had one more thing to. Oh, well, just just a couple of more stories I just want to hear about because we've got Flavio obviously the mm. first love who's Claire Claire was my best friend uh, lived across the road human or cat <laughs> human <laughs> being she, well, she was British and ah. um, her parents were both teachers they ran the school and actually Claire and I used to just have the best time just always at each other's houses driving little cars in the dirt you know going for bike rides yep. make believe making toffee stuff like I don't know sleepovers you know and um, but Claire's mum it was Mrs. Patterson, and my mum never gave me the sex talk growing up. Mm. She outsourced it to Mrs. Patterson from across the road. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. Yeah. And Mrs. Patterson said that sex was like a jigsaw puzzle, Christine. It's when two people come together like two pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. Wow. And that would have you been like, oh, I get it now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's no more follow up questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never needed a further <laughs> Off your pop, go play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, locked in. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, I just remember thinking, what kind of jigsaws are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, uh, a thousand pieces. Uh, yeah, right. right. Some orgy. <laughs> uh, Did you it. also know that uh, Hyderabad has 
certified by the Guinness World Records, the largest film studio no. in the entire world. No. Because yeah. I was reading about Tollywood. That, which yeah, is yeah. So Tollywood is an offshoot of Bollywood. Is it because of Telugu language? Yes, yes it is. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is so interesting because, like, you fit, like, I mean, we forget because we're fucking – Piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bollywood is like su- such a huge industry that like it's bigger can, than like Hollywood. It, yeah, consistently like outperforms financially Hollywood because it's sure. so huge. And so like this uh, this rich guy, um, what's his name, Ramoji Rao. He's a um, he's a Telugu film producer. Decided like oh well, Hollywood has like all these integrated studio complexes. So like if you go to a you know like if you go to Hollywood like they're like this is the New York Street thing that's designed oh. to look like a New York yeah, Street. Right. So they were yeah, like yeah. we'll fucking have that too. And so they. <laughs> like did one and it's got like all these permanent like sets in them that include like a prison like a temple like a small village a large village and Mm. it is like it was certified it was built in 1996 so um so and it's also like it's classified now because it's so big as a city within a city because not only do people film there but they they live there because there are multiple hotels for people to be holed up in during filming which includes like cast and like talent and people that like do the upkeep because it's also a theme park with like guided tours while doing like on you know like filming sets and um so so hyderabad has three cities within cities apparently so not only is it like a mega city with a huge population it has ramoji film city which is the name of this place and a sister city or twin city (laughs) (laughs) no called secunderabad uh no no i don't have that uh apparently it has its own silicon valley um, oh yeah. So it's like a huge tech thing as well that came up after that, and then a place called Genome Valley, which is a city that dedicated solely to biotechnology. Really? Damn. So, and these places all have more than a thousand people in them. Doesn't it just sound more interesting than where we live? Should we just go? Yeah, doing research on Hyderabad was so fun because like there was almost too much stuff yeah. and like mm. going from somewhere where it's like, all right, last week we're doing West Pennant Hills. Uh, yeah. So what, there was a family-owned grocery shop <laughs> and, this, and then this, it's like, okay, well, this happened. Yeah. 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 Um, so apparently... It's got all these facilities and you can go like on tour there. But apparently it's also haunted. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, and it says like it's haunted uh, because like strange figures appear in the mirror when people are getting ready to shoot. And like apparently like people have felt like their costumes being tugged on or like slashed at, oh. which is a really weird thing. And it's, it's, like apparently once the sun sets, like security becomes more diligent because they believe it's haunted by spirits of soldiers who died during like the wars of the Nizams, mm-hmm. yeah, which is right. was really interesting to me. Just yeah. and like the whole place as well, like you f- a fucking film industry yeah. that's like well, it's a spiritual country, isn't it? There, yeah, yeah, there's so yeah. many more people that believe in things than mm. that than do in this country. But I feel like if you're gonna see some spooky shit, it's probably gonna be at a film studio where someone's shooting a horror movie over there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the yeah. ghost is having smoker. Do you know what I mean? And it's like oh, that guy over there. You know? I mean, uh, that's a question as well. Did you ever go to see like one of the big Bollywood like productions? Because I know they have the like the specialized film houses. I actually got to be an extra in a movie called Heat and Dust. Oh, um, it was not a Bollywood film. It was a it was a uh, film made um, by Merchant Ivory. I think it was called. It was like British film, okay. um, and it was set in like the forties and fifties. And um, yeah, I. 
I, I saw that production. I, I don't. I think I got cut from the final though. But there was yeah. heaps of people that we knew were in that film as extras. Wow. Um, but yeah, I used to go and watch Bollywood films. I, I, I had Bollywood tapes. Um, there was a, a song I used to really love. I never knew what it meant, but it was like "Tuchis a bidi hai musta musta." Anyway, whatever. That's, <laughs> <laughs> they had cat really. A few times. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was these just really catchy tunes, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I didn't go and watch live stuff because I was a kid, but I did go and watch the films and they would have um, Bollywood films we'd go and see them but also James Bond was really big in the 70s I'd go and it was a big deal once a month or once every little while my parents and I would go to the cinemas and watch watch James Bond yeah, and right, there were these yeah. guys that would walk through the cinemas selling um, snacks and this is how they would announce their presence they would just go chips <laughs> they really wanted a second offering, but like, we, we are out of lollies, so it's just chips. <laughs> I, uh, I, and it's so I feel so guilty, but like there is so much crazy history in Hyderabad, and I had saw all this stuff that was so interesting. But I also found here's another thing from 2000. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's a modern. It's even dumber than that, dude. It is a restaurant in Hyderabad, and the restaurant is called Eat Eat Cock Restaurant. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. And like not only that, it's no. like okay, maybe there it's a it's a mistranslation or oh, but no, Indian say penis base. No, it's <laughs> no, not. Okay. It's chicken. Chicken, yeah. But okay. that, they have. <laughs> Weird leap I took. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, oh, no, and he went in convincing, like, oh, no, penis face. Oh, damn. <laughs> but have a look at the logo of Eat Cock Resto. It's a, it's a cock and balls. <laughs> it's a chicken cock and balls. I don't think, I don't. Oh, my God. It is. 100% no, a real restaurant. That was on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That had, to, that had to be on purpose. It has to be, right? Because I'm like, so maybe it's like a, you know, like, you know how there's like, you know, Chinglish, English, English yeah. translation, they mistranslate stuff. But Indians, like, it's their second language is obviously English because, and I was looking at this because I was always like, why? Like even even re reviews for this, local reviews are all in English. And I think by the most part, the you know, sort of people who are on the internet in India, uh, they all just use English because everyone has their own regional dialect. So it's pointless mm. just to type in your own. So it's all in English and they all have great English. So it's, it's not like they would not know. But it's so confusing because all the reviews are just Normal reviews about the restaurant. And it's just like this, there's all these five star reviews. Best place to hang out with friends. Great food. Love the environment. And there's one star reviews that are just like food's really bad. No salt, no pepper. Too expensive. Not good. And there was one review, three stars. What's with the name, guys? <laughs> That's the only review I could find where anyone was talking about it. But there was all these articles about it, but the actual oh reviews God. are like, it's just a chicken restaurant called Eat Cock. <laughs> no pun, so like funny. no misspelling. E-A-T Cock Resto. I can't believe we're summarising Hyderabad with that. I know. <laughs> I do feel guilty. I was going to say, if I, we I, wanna, I didn't do too much research on it, but uh, if we want to go to like actual traditional stuff, Hyderabad has its own version of biryani, mm. which they're very yes. proud of. And apparently like one of the first so in, like inventors of a, like a variant of biryani oh, yeah so i love biryani it sounded yeah. it, it sound like a real um yeah a lot of like it's known for its 
locally known for its food. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not just internationally, but even within India, they're like a oh, Hyderabad. Well, they're saying if you amazing. walk around like the the Chaminar, I believe it's mm. called. I'm not sure yeah. if that's pronouncing it wrong, but that it's like right. a, like a mosque, but it's also got like marketplace yeah. in it. Right, I yeah, and they like, have like the brass alley. So there's one street dedicated to where you buy brass, you know, pots and so forth. Oh my there's, God. there's the chicken. That, yeah, there's like where you buy the chickens. There's where you buy the goats or the veggies or um, even like um, fine silver and gold paper to put on top of desserts you know yeah, they, really? yeah there's yeah chaminars um yeah they say like if you do like if you go to hyderabad like chaminar is one of the places you go and yeah. like you can walk around and basically like eat the entire region's cuisine within like two hours and it's all top notch yeah Damn. you can imagine how depressing it was coming back to australia and having <laughs> meat and three veg <laughs> <laughs> so sad yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and to canberra as well like i mean sorry <laughs> but you know what i mean like it was a nice place in terms of the culture of you know yeah. what i mean like that's that's jellied chicken again <laughs> <laughs> all right off to moose heads here we go <laughs> um and one last thing uh the peacocks the peacocks I did the worst thing I ever did in my childhood with with the with the peacock sisters. Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. They, they so, were they oh, were yeah. yeah. There were two sisters that lived down the road. We all had piano lessons from the same man, Mr. Martin. I still need to clarify they're humans, right? They're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're humans. Yeah. So I hated having piano lessons, yep. and my mum forced me to have them. And I, I can, I had a discussion with the Peacock sisters. They also hated getting piano lessons. We, Christine Peacock, the eldest Peacock, mm-hmm. said to me, "What if you come down and have lessons with us one day? And when we're in having the lessons, you take a pair of scissors and you cut the motorcycle seat, the scooter seat of Mr. Martin, <laughs> in protest." <laughs> in protest. <laughs> and and so. And so I did. <laughs> and then and then I didn't have anything planned after that. There was no like getaway yeah. plan. There was no so that obviously it was me cuz so he, Mr. Martin comes out from the lesson. He looks at the seat. I'm just hanging on the monkey bars right next to the scooter just looking guilty as <laughs> just like trying to look away and he's like, "Did you cut my scooter seat?" And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. mystery. Poor Mr. Martin. We, we ended up, I ended up confessing and <laughs> my parents paid for it, but I didn't have to do piano lessons anymore. Yes. <laughs> wow, well, there you go. Successful protest. So we usually finish our episodes by asking people, so if someone says to you, hey, Chris, I'm going to Hyderabad uh, for 24 hours. I want an itinerary, something to do morning, noon, afternoon, night. What would you tell them? Uh, I'd say, firstly, in the morning, go and have uh, breakfast um, at Panjaguda and have a masala dosa. Ooh, it's, it's a freaking delicious treat. It is a breakfast. Um, it's like a crispy rice savoury pancake, but really thin and crisp. And it's mm-hmm. folded over the most delicious potato curry you've ever had in yeah, your life with mustard right. seed and fresh uh, green curry leaves. And so you have that with a whole bunch of dips. Then, uh, at, oh, yeah, go to Charminard, check out all the artisans doing their work. Mm. Um and maybe yeah, in the evening go up to Golconda Fort and watch the sunset. Oh, yeah, and climb wow. over some rocks and Great stuff. Great day. That is a That's probably day. the best day we've ever heard. It's like wake up, go to a local cafe, get shit faced <laughs> all day. There's <laughs> a cafe. They do at night commit minor <laughs> misdemeanors. <laughs> they do a pretty good beanie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, wow, that sounds like a yeah, crazy yeah. day. Yeah. I, I would love to go to India. I think it sounds like such a crazy – and I feel like you know that would be one stop. And then you go 
you know, an hour north to another. And yeah. then you're just a whole nother thing. Yeah. Well, because, you know, like, train travel in India is meant to be, like, incredible mm. as well. So yeah. it would be cool. Communion notice board tours in oh, India. Oh, Let's just hope they cities. all get on top of COVID and yeah. get safe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Shout out to everyone. Please. Yeah. Yes. Um, a yeah, final absolutely. question. Yeah, yeah, yes, our final question. When all is said and done, you've achieved everything you wanted from your comedy career and everything else, would you move back and settle down in Hyderabad? No. Um... <laughs> No, but I would go and visit. Yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. and then, do you say your parents are still there? No, they're, no, they're back moved. in Canberra now. They're back now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But yeah, I mean, the fact that you've gone back so often sounds like yeah, it's, you know, it was an incredible thing. And I, I'd like to take my family there, but I'm not sure if they if that's on the top of their list. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Oh, well, yeah. thanks so much for coming. Uh, so do you have much. anything you want to plug, Chris? Uh, oh, look, I, I probably won't come out in time, but, you know, just follow me on socials and I can mm-hmm. bombard you with do my... Do some great animations. My, oh, stuff. yeah, yeah, I do. Videos um, with your I'm, mum are very yeah, funny. Yeah, I, I, I animate a thing called Chats with Mum and it's just literally Chats with my mum and it's little three-minute things I put up on, on Facebook. And very uh, good, check thank out. Thank you. Oh, yeah. What's your uh, socials? Uh, oh, at Christine Ryan Comedy is my uh, Insta and yep. I think it's um, Chris R Comedy or something like that on Facebook. And I'll bang on about gigs coming up. Well, Chris, Great. she's one of the best, honestly. Thanks so much. Yeah, you absolutely. should animate the story of the snake getting shot by the shotgun. Okay, I will. I will. I will. Something you can bring up with your mum because it was your mum. Yeah, she'll tell yeah. it for sure. Oh, that Chris, rules. thank you so much oh, for doing this. You guys are so guess. funny and oh. it's a delight. Thank you. Thanks, uh, everybody, guys, for listening as well. Listen, tell your friends, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on all our socials. It's either at Community Notice Board or Community Notice Board Podcast, depending on where it is. Uh, and get in touch if you have any intel tips or anything. We'd love to hear it. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. All we'll right, see you everybody. next week. Uh, Bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye.